passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. The final score here today, the L.A. Dodgers 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from Chavez Ravine as the Padres drop their second consecutive game to the Dodgers. Padres have now dropped four in a row, and they sit six games behind L.A. for first place in the National League West. Final totals in this game here today for the Dodgers, four runs, eight hits, two errors, and for San Diego, two runs, five hits and no errors Padres with the loss drop to 19 and 21 Dodgers with the win now 10 games above 500 at 25 and 15 a lot to do on our post-game coverage we'll go down to the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin we'll also play you back the radio highlights in this one give out our daily awards take your phone calls and much much more to come the Padres got off to a good start in this game Juan Soto a home run in the first inning but then J.D. Martinez, a three-run home run in the bottom half of the inning. Padres got a run back on a Ha-Sung Kim solo home run in the second. It was a 3-2 to two Dodger lead. Dodgers then got a run in the third inning to make it 4-2. to two. And believe it or not, that was the final score. Dodgers 4, Padres 2, another tough day for the Padres offense as the Padres get just two runs on five hits. And when you look at this game, Padres only had two runs on three hits until there were two men away in the ninth inning. They had the two home runs in the first two innings. The Padres had one other hit until there were two men away in the ninth inning. At the very top of the lineup, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, go a combined 0 for 8. Joe Musgrove in this game, five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up. It wasn't the best we've seen Joe Musgrove, but to his credit, kept this team right in the game. And for the most part, on the pitching side of things, it was good today. That has been the story, but the Padres offense once again had a very quiet day here in L.A. Meanwhile, on the other side for L.A., Julio Urias was great. Seven innings and two earned runs given up. Three hits allowed on just 86 pitches. He gave up the two solo home runs, but that was really it. A really good outing for Arias. Padres bullpen between Tom Cosgrove and Nick Martinez went two and a third innings combined scoreless. 
But again, the big story, the Padres unable to really get much going after the second against Julio Urias, and the Padres fall by a final of 4-2. to two. Much more to get to on our postgame show. We'll have the radio highlights for you here from Bob Melvin, and much more to come as the Padres fall to 19-21. and 21. They've lost four in a row, and we will try to break it all down when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We are live here at Dodger Stadium in L.A. Final score here today, the L.A. Dodgers 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. It's Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from Chavez Ravine. Another tough day for the Padres as the Padres have dropped four in a row now. They fall six games behind the L.A. Dodgers for first place in the National League West. Padres have lost six of seven. They've scored only 13 runs in those six losses. Padres offense continuing to struggle as a whole. Just two runs on five hits here today. Dodgers got four runs on eight hits. Padres, as we know, have had their issues with runners in scoring position in this game today. They went one for three, didn't have many opportunities. The two runs they got were from solo home runs in this game. More on those in a moment. And a tough one for the Padres is, again, they dropped to 19 and 21, and the Dodgers improved to 25 and 15. A lot to do on our postgame coverage we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit but first let's recap this one with our game highlights let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes our starting pitching matchup today, Joe Musgrove against Julio Urias. Urias retired the first two batters of the opening frame, but Juan Soto put the Padres ahead. Padres. 1-0 swung on, driven to right field, and this one is going to be gone. Home run for Juan Soto, and the Padres are on the board in the first. Soto's team-leading seventh home run of the season, so the Padres got off to a good start. In the bottom half, Joe Musgrove got unlucky. He gave up a one-out loop single to Freddie Freeman. Then with two men away, Max Muncy popped the ball into shallow center. Adam Engel went back on it, then had to come racing in. It dropped in for a base hit, a ball that probably should have been caught. There were two on and two out for J.D. Martinez. Next pitch swung on, driven to left field, and deep. This ball is going to be gone. 0-2 mistake. J.D. Martinez gives it a drive. And the Dodgers quickly have a 3-1 lead in the bottom of the first. But the Padres would answer in the top half of the second. Hassan Kim dug in with two outs and nobody on. 1-1 swung on, driven down the left field line. Looking up is Peralta. This one is going to be gone. Home run for Hassan Kim, and the Dodger lead is cut to 3-2. to two. So it was a 3-2 to two game. Musgrove got in trouble in the bottom half of that second inning. The Dodgers got runners on first and second with two men away, but Musgrove and Xander Bogarts executed a perfect pickoff play to get Miguel Vargas at second base. The inning was over. In the bottom half of the third, the Dodgers struck again. Freddie Freeman hit a leadoff double. Will Smith was next. 2-2. Two, two. Ground ball to the right side, could find a hole, and it does in the right field. They're going to send Freddie Freeman. Fernando has the ball, but he realizes he's got no chance to throw off Freeman. And it's going to be an RBI single on Will Smith, who beats the shift and just rolls it through the right side. That was all the Dodgers got in the third inning, and believe it or not, those would be the only runs the Dodgers scored in this game. Here's what else happened. Musgrove got in trouble in the fourth inning as the Dodgers loaded the bases with one out, but Musgrove retired two in a row to end the inning. Fast forward to the top of the sixth inning. The Padres had Manny Machado reach on a throwing error for Max Muncy. Machado went to second base. Juan Soto hit an infield single to put runners on first and third with one out, but Arias got a big 1-4-3 double 
double play off the bat of Xander Bogarts to end the inning. Arias pitched the one, two, three, seventh inning, the final line for Julio Arias. Seven innings, two earned runs given up, three hits allowed. He walked nobody, struck out four on just 86 pitches. Evan Phillips, a one, two, three, eighth inning. Bruce Dar Gratterall came on for the save opportunity in the ninth inning with the Dodgers still leading four to two. He got the first two outs of the inning, but then Xander Bogarts reached on an infield single. Nelson Cruz reached on an infield single. Rugnetto Odor pinch ran for Cruz. So the Padres had runners on first and second, two men away, the go-ahead run at the plate. Dave Roberts went to the left-hander Caleb Ferguson to face Jay Cronenworth, and here's what happened. Two on, two outs. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Got him. Jake goes down on strikes. And the Dodgers win game two of the series by a score of four to two. And have now taken the series, taking the first two games. Padres were able to get some runners on base, just not able to get the big hit. That seems to have been the theme for a little while now. They drop game two to the Dodgers by a score of four to two. Well said there by Bob Scanlon. The big hit again, eluding, evading this Padres team as they fall 4-2 to two to the L.A. Dodgers. Padres again have now dropped two in a row here in L.A., four in a row overall. They have also dropped six of their last seven games, and the Padres now will try to avoid a sweep tomorrow here at Dodger Stadium. You heard about those scoring opportunities for the Padres. They really had two. Two big scoring chances in this game, one in the sixth inning. Like I said, runners on first and third with one out. Xander Bogarts grounding into an inning-ending double play. And then in the ninth inning, runners on first and second with two out. And Jake Cronenworth striking out to end the game. Again, the final totals here tonight. For L.A., four runs, eight hits, two errors. They left on eight. And for the Padres, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on four. Again, the Padres now 19-21. and 21. Dodgers now 10 games. Teams above 500 at 25 and 15. Much more to get to on our post-game coverage here from Dodger Stadium. We'll go down to the clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin when we come back. We may also have some additional post-game reaction from the Padres clubhouse on another tough day for the San Diego Padres. Game number 40 here today and nearly uh, a quarter of the way through the season. In fact, uh, if I uh, do the math here... Yeah, no, we're just, well, are we a quarter? I don't know. Game 40 of the season. We're just about a quarter of the way through. And uh, the Padres uh, continue to struggle here, 19-21 and 21 to begin the year. I suppose the good news, a long, long way to go. And a little bit later, I won't get to it now, but a little bit later in our post-game show, I'm going to give you a couple of reasons. Well, I should say just a reminder of how long a season it really is but for now we will continue to break this one down again we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin when we return to Dodger Stadium the final here today LA4 San Diego 2 on the Padres radio network Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you from Dodger Stadium here in Los Angeles. As we recap this one, the Padres falling to the L.A. Dodgers for the second consecutive day by a final score of 4-2. to two. Padres again have dropped four consecutive games, six of their seven, and the Padres now two games below 500 at 19-21. and 21. They are six games behind the L.A. Dodgers for first place in the National League West, and now the Padres Padres are in some pretty serious danger of leaving town here seven games behind if they do not win tomorrow not to you know put too much on tomorrow's game it is a game in mid-may but the Padres gap between themselves and the Dodgers it is growing and it has grown by two games here with the losses yesterday and today a lot to get to on our post game show we'll give out our daily awards we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard continue to break this one down take some of your phone calls as well coming up in just a little bit but first let's go down to the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin 
Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Well, this was unusual in that you really didn't get anything going besides the home runs. Besides Urias being sharp. Well, I think it's more than anything where we score some runs early in the game and then you know, have a tough time later than that. Now, the way these guys deploy, obviously Urias gets tougher once he gets into a rhythm. Only got three hits off of him, and then their bullpen deployment's usually pretty good. So, you know, got to put a little more pressure on the starter, try to score a little bit more runs, a few more runs, and try to keep, you know, their plus guys out of the game. But we have not been able to do that. You haven't been able to drive starters from games as you have in the right. past. And you have gone those long stretches without scoring. What is... You've talked about it. What is the reason behind that tenacity that's not happening? Well, we're just, look, these guys are, they're focused. They're, we're just not getting it done right now. And then maybe you press a little bit and maybe you try too hard with runners in scoring position. A lot's made of it. Guys want to be the guy that get, you know, have the big at bat and get us to break through. We haven't gotten to that point yet. We haven't gotten those at bats yet. So we just have to, we got to keep working and keep believing. Have you noticed that? level of pressing maybe ramping up lately kind of how things have been going? Uh, you know, it ends up being maybe early swings, maybe not getting a good pitch to hit. You know, we're not, you know, maybe walking as much here recently. Um, we didn't have a walk today, which is, for us, it's kind of out of the norm regardless of how we're swinging. Just got to keep working. I mean, I, I just got to break through and have a couple good games where we score some runs and start feeling better about ourselves. What did you think of Musgrove today? The first inning, it looked like that ball could have been caught, and then gets it Yeah, that that you know it hurts. Three run homer in the first, but I think he battled really well after that. Only gave up one, had a base load jam, one out, got out, got out of it. You know, ended up throwing what close to 100 pitches, right at 100 pitches, 97, and you know still giving us a chance to win after a little bit of a shaky first. Every one of these games in the Dodgers has been decided by three runs or less. Yeah. Does it feel? Close to you? Does it feel like you guys are right there, or in your mind, maybe is the gap a little bit wider than that? It's a, it, all these games have been close. You know, we're one pitch away from taking the series at, at our place, and you know, the first two games here, they just played better than we do and got bigger hits. What do you, I mean? It is still relatively early, but there is kind of a gap widening now between you two teams. Is there any urgency on the game tomorrow or to turn this thing around? So it I, I think grow? every game is right. Every game is urgent to try to get ourselves more than anything right offensively I think more than anything it's that um, so I don't think we're focused too much right now on the standings I think our focus should just be on getting better at bats well, a <coughs> totally different year um, different time of year but what can you guys learn from last October when you guys really just kind of outplayed out energized these guys well and what you can learn is you know it, it's not you don't have to play your best baseball now, and we certainly aren't. We'd like to get off to a better start. You know, last year we got off to a pretty good start and then went like three months where we didn't do a whole lot. But, you know, I, I don't think you can sit back and say we need to rely on us playing better later in the season. You know, each and every game is an opportunity for us to to get going offensively, and I think that's more important as we go day to day. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium as the Padres fall 4-2 to two to the L.A. Dodgers on this Saturday. Padres dropped to 19-21 and 21 on the season and now six games behind L.A. in the National League West for first place. You heard uh, a number of questions there uh, about uh, this series, about uh, the competition against the Dodgers, and I thought Bob, uh, Bob Melvin put it uh, in an interesting way there because uh, I think right before we went to break, before uh, we, we played Bob Melvin here, I was talking about how tomorrow is a big game. And, of course, it is because, well, it's the difference between being five games out or seven games out, which does feel a little bit different because seven feels like a lot. Five seems maybe a little bit more manageable, but... What Bob Melvin said there, you know, the more I think about it, is really what it's about right now. You know, not even so much the standings for the Padres, but trying to turn this team and this offense in the right direction, trying to get this offense going. And Bob Melvin, the one thing he didn't say there was that uh, 
I want to make sure I put this right of how he said it. He said that every game is urgent right now. And I think that's true. I think that's a great point by Bob Melvin. Every game right now, not so much even because of the standings, but because of the way this team is playing and the way the offense is playing, every game is important right now. You know, maybe in a different scenario, a different kind of start, even if the Padres were a few games better, let's say a few games above 500, two, three games back of L.A., you know, maybe you could look at each game and say, all right, they're playing pretty well, but they haven't really hit their stride. That's not what this has been, though, through 40 games. 19 and 21 is not playing well and uh, is uh, – 19 and 21 is not what anybody envisioned uh, for this team. And um, it's not a situation where they're playing well and they just haven't fully hit their stride right now. uh, The Padres are not playing, uh, uh, you know, are not playing very good baseball, especially uh, on the offensive side of things. So we heard uh, Bob Melvin there uh, talking about the urgency. And and I agree with that. Every game's got to be urgent right now because the Padres forgetting even about the standings are just trying to get this thing going in the right direction, especially offensively. You heard Bob Melvin talk about Joe Musgrove's outing. Look, I thought Joe was good, five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up. He got really unlucky in the first inning. A bloop single by Freddie Freeman, and then a ball to shallow center field off the bat of Max Muncy that should have been caught. It had an, uh, an expected batting average of 090, that ball, to center field that Adam Engel look it happens but Adam Engel got a uh, a bad break on it he, he broke back and then had to come racing in and couldn't catch up to get it it was a catchable ball and uh uh the expected batting average pardon me not 090 it was uh, 100 so essentially by the stat cast metrics it had a 10 percent chance of being a hit and it did end up being a hit and the Dodgers, even though all the talk in the offseason was about how this wasn't quite the same Dodger team, you know what? We're learning. They're still a good team. And when you give them extra outs and when you give them opportunities, as they've done for a long time now, they will take advantage. And they did that in that first inning. Now, the Padres responded with the home run by Kim in the second 3-2 to two game. Dodgers got a run back in the third inning to make it four to two and after that it became the same issues we've seen right where the Padres had one hit an infield single one hit from the Kim home run in the second until there were two men away in the ninth inning and this was something I talked about during the pregame today was the 15th time the Padres have gone at least six consecutive innings. I want to make sure I'm right on this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, six consecutive innings without scoring. So that was the 15th time. In just 40 games, the Padres have done that, and it speaks to what we just heard Bob Melvin talk about, where there have been a lot of games the Padres have scored early, and in the middle innings, not much has happened after that. Or it's been the opposite, where they have not scored for a while, got something late, but we've seen a lot of games like the one we saw here today from this offense. So, um, you know, it, it, it continues to be the same story. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry if you're turning, tuning into these post-game shows. And um, I, I wish I had a happier recap for you. And I wish I could talk about some different things. But until this offense gets going and until the Padres overall start playing better and winning more ball games i mean we're going to focus on this offense so a tough one here today for the padres no doubt about that and again uh tomorrow's important for both the standings but as bob melvin was alluding to also important just to to get this team going in the right direction and maybe tomorrow can do that we'll see the other part of this game and this is not to make an excuse but the Padres faced a really great starting pitcher. Now, those things will happen. You will run into great starting pitching like the Padres did last night in Dustin May, like they did here tonight in Julio Urias. That'll happen. You try to win those games when the guy on the other side has a great performance. But um, right now, unfortunately, the Padres don't have that wiggle room where they can have a a not great offensive day against a great starting pitcher because the overall picture here is uh, really not not where you want it to be right now so 
That is uh, how we sum it up here today. We'll continue on with our post-game show. We'll give out our daily awards, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We may have some additional audio coming from the clubhouse as well, so stay tuned for that. Final score in L.A., Dodgers 4, Padres 2. Coming back with more from Dodger Stadium after this on the Padres Radio Network. show continues here on the Padres radio network Sam Levitt with you here at Dodger Stadium from Los Angeles the Dodgers four and the Padres two the final score here in LA as we wrap this one up Padres have dropped two straight games to the LA Dodgers it has not been a good couple of days in LA Padres have now lost four overall and then again they are now 19 and 21 on the year the Dodgers improved to 25 and 15 on the season still quite a bit to do on our post game show we'll give out some of our daily awards in just a little bit we'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and we will take some of your phone calls as well 833-288-0973 the phone number again phone number to call 833-288-0973 the phone number uh, to call here today if you want to get involved on our post-game show, again, Joe Musgrove, five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up, uh, eight hits allowed. He walked four and struck out five, uh, 97 pitches for Joe Musgrove. Again, a great outing here today from Julio Urias, who, uh, who uh, went uh, seven innings in this game, two earned runs uh, allowed, three hits, walked nobody, and struck out four. While we have a moment here, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight got to be Julio Arias, right? Seven innings, two earned runs given up. He was very, very good. Three hits allowed, walked nobody, struck out four. Arias is a very good left-hander, and uh, he did it again for the Padres here tonight. We said this uh, stat in the pregame show about how good Arias has been against the Padres going back a while here. The Dodgers have now won each of Julio Arias's last nine starts against the Padres going back to August 2021. He has now well below a 2ERA in that span against San Diego. That includes game one of the NLDS last year. So Arias has been very good against everybody. He's also been uh, very good against the Padres. And Julio Arias was very, very good aside from a couple of solo home runs given up in this game. And you know, after the home run, Zarias ends up not allowing another hit until the, uh, well, I'm sorry, he did not He did not allow another hit. Wait, am I, hold on, I'm now looking at this. I'm a little bit confused looking at my scorecard and now the box score. Trying to see where Arias gave up. Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why I got so confused. From the Kim home run in the second inning, he did not give up another hit until the infield single by Soto in the sixth inning. So after the Kim home run, the only hit he gave up was an infield single. I mean, he was, again, it took me a second to calculate what I was looking at. He was really, really good. Seven innings, two runs given up. Another good one here tonight for Julio Orias. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from Dodger Stadium here in L.A. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank. Providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game... We'll go with Tom Cosgrove of the Padres. Why not? Inning in the third, scoreless. 
did a really good job. He's now had four scoreless appearances out of the bullpen to begin his major league career. Can't ask for much more than that. He also had seven appearances at AAA to begin the year. No runs given up, so he has not given up a run at either AAA or the major leagues this year. So that was definitely a bright spot in this game. Who knows? Maybe Tom Cosgrove is becoming uh, a nice weapon out of the bullpen. Has that three-quarter slot from the left side. Very good job by Tom Cosgrove here today. By the way, in an appearance where this was not mop-up duty. I mean, he was trying to keep it a two-run game, and he got four outs and had to get Freddie Freeman in the sixth inning, struck him out, didn't allow a hit. Good stuff from Tom Cosgrove in his outing here today. And that is our relief pitcher of the game. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Come back with more. We will get to some of your phone calls when we come back. We may also hear from Joe Musgrove from inside the Padres Clubhouse as well as we continue on. Again, the final, LA4, San Diego 2. Our postgame coverage continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, LA4, San Diego 2, as we wrap this one up from Dodger Stadium. Padres have dropped four straight games, two in a row here in L.A., and they will try to salvage the series finale tomorrow against the L.A. Dodgers here at Dodger Stadium. Joe Musgrove in this game went five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up. Did I introduce myself on this segment? I don't know that I did. Hi, I'm Sam Levitt here at Dodger Stadium. As uh, we wrap this one up here on the Padres post-game show, I was giving out all the information. Hello, this is Sam. All right, so Joe Musgrove, five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up. And again, uh, ran into some bad luck in the first inning. Uh, should have been out of that inning, if we're being honest, uh, with the uh, Max Muncy bloop single uh, to center that Adam Engel broke back on, then had to come in on. Dropped in for a base hit. Moments later, J.D. Martinez, a three-run home run, and really, L.A. never looked back in this game. Let's hear from Joe Musgrove from inside the Padres' clubhouse about that first inning and more. First inning, we go all frustration, I'm sure. Yeah. New recollections of that. What happened? Yeah, I mean, off the bat, I thought it's an out, but, you know, i got to do a better job of, you know, getting the next out and getting myself out of the inning. Um, you know, things don't go your way, you have cheap hits that land you got to do a better job of, of getting out there um i thought i got a really hard time finding the slider today so in that situation we throw two fastballs up and in i feel like we had done enough to just get a slider out to the outer half um obviously up in the zone goes for a homer and um you know outside of that i felt like i threw the ball decently well from that point on um i got some good jams there i think the fourth inning i had some trouble i was able to get out of that you know with no runs the other run comes off a you know a shift beater single um you know, I feel like I threw the ball well overall. i got to really cut down on the walks. Um, it seems like they're coming at sporadic times throughout the game. Um, you know, controlling the zone really well in a, a four-pitch walk, five-pitch walk here. It's just really hurting me. It, it feels like lately when one thing does go right, it does seem to have compounded on you guys. How, yeah. how, what, what does it take to kind of change that about what's gone wrong? Doing better. I mean, I don't, I don't know. If we had the answer, we'd make the fix and, and change it, but... I think everyone collectively just has to do a better job of, of doing their job. All right, that was Joe Musgrove from the Padres Clubhouse uh, earlier uh, here at Dodger Stadium as the Padres fall 4-2 to to the L.A. Dodgers in Game 2 of this three-game series. And you heard Joe say there, uh, collectively, they've got to do a better job, and that's true. Now, the pitching, and I've been over the pitching numbers many, many times in the pregame and postgame over the last week, the pitching, the starting pitching, the Pitching overall, the bullpen, I know the bullpen has not been perfect at times, but let's be honest, that has not been the problem uh, here. It is just not. It is not by the eye test. It is not by the numbers. Uh, You know, the Padres didn't get a quality start here today, but still they've got nine quality starts in their last 11 games. And coming into today had the lowest team ERA of any team in the month of May. And they're four and seven in the month of May now. So... The pitching has really not been the issue. Again, was Joe Musgrove perfect in this game? No, but battled through, had some bad luck, walked a few guys, which didn't help. 
But, um, you know, it's funny. Actually, the walks didn't hurt him today. None of them came in to score. But um, you would like to think that on most days, four runs given up by your starting pitcher and overall in this game would be something this offense can overcome. And we're still waiting for this offense to get it going now, 40 games in to 2023. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight. We're going to stick with Julio Arias of the L.A. Dodgers. He was really good. Seven innings, two earned runs given up. Picks up his third win of the year or excuse me sorry his fifth win of the season improves to five and three he was really really good in this ball game here today and uh, Juan Soto certainly had his moments in this game had a home run infield single so two more hits for Juan who increased his batting average to 262 he continues to turn things around but uh, you know on the Padre side of things I think it was pretty hard to pick uh, a Padre for player of the game today so as we do when we need to, we go to the other side, and uh, as much as it pains me to give a Dodger our player of the game, I think tonight Julio Arias was really, really good after giving up just those two solo home runs. And like I said earlier, the only other hit he gave up was an infield single to Juan Soto. Aside from that, Padres could not get much going against Julio Arias. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. We'll squeeze in some phone calls here before we get to our out-of-town scoreboard and get out of here from Dodger Stadium. Uh, I'm going to preface this all by saying I don't have all the answers. Um, Hopefully uh, I can provide some emotional support during a frustrating time for the Padres right now, but I hope uh, everybody out there can keep things level-headed right now. All right, let's begin with somebody who is typically very level-headed when he calls in. We go to Don in Rancho Bernardo. Don, you lead us off on the Padres post-game show with <laughs> Sam Levitt. How are you? I'm great. Well, I mean, you know, aside from the loss today, but uh, thank you for saying that. It's very kind of you, Sammy. Uh, how you doing today up there in Los Angeles? Is it good weather? Yeah, great weather. It was a beautiful day for baseball. I certainly wish the Padres had a couple of wins uh, under their belt here in L.A., but um, that's baseball, and uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Yeah, yeah, we will see. Hopefully I'll win. Well, you know, I was just going to say my one comment for today is, uh, is pitching wins championships. And as you had mentioned, we're certainly not lacking in pitching, uh, especially mm-hmm. recently. And uh, hitting just comes and goes, as frustrating as it is. And, and I am really, really, really frustrated. Um, sorry about that. Quiet. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah. But, you know, it, that, that, that's baseball. I mean, gosh, anyone that's been yeah. around the sport just, you know, more than just a little bit of time will tell you this is quintessential baseball. You know, sometimes great teams lose. Sometimes mediocre teams win. And I think we're just in a stretch, or just in one of those dull doldrums, you know. And, and you're bound to go through them every season. Every every team goes through the doldrums, and you know we're just experiencing ours. I think early in the season, but I got a lot of hope. I think that uh, you know, obviously, we're seeing um, um, who's our who's the guy that's hit, hitting really well right now. I can't remember Soto, um, but anyway, one of our what's that? Soto? Soto, yes, thank you. I can't, Soto's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, Soto, you know, <laughs> is obviously on fire recently. And, uh, you know, I think that that's got, is bound to wear off on some of the other guys. It doesn't hurt. And yeah. Tatis is right by him. I think he's not hitting the ball pretty well. He's just not getting a lot of hits to fall. So, you know, these, these guys, they'll find their groove. They'll find their groove. And um, so that's my thing, Sammy. I'm, I'm looking on the optimistic side. Glad that we've got the pitching. <laughs> Glad we've got the pitching. So thanks. Yeah, Sammy. look. Yeah, Don, appreciate the call. Look, it's it's a fair point. Um, look, the Padres pitching has been very good this month. They have a 2-4-5 ERA now in May through 11 games. That's the second lowest in baseball. Now, that is all great. Of course, they're only 4-7 and seven in the month of May, and for as good as the starting pitching has been, they have not won nearly as many games as you would hope with how good the starting pitching has been. 
you hope that when, hopefully, the offense is clicking on all cylinders, that you are in a stretch where you're getting really good starting pitching still. We'll see. Um, You know, we're still waiting for this team to get it going collectively, pitching, offense, defense. Um, So the pitching has has been good, no doubt about it. You hope again that it it can all come together at once. The other, uh, the other part of of this is that um, I lost my train of thought of what my uh, next point was going to say. I'll try to remember it. Um, I'm looking at some different numbers here. I had another thought in my head there. All right, I'll try to uh, try to remember while we take our next phone call. Let's go to Ramon in Chula Vista calling in. Hi, Ramon. Hey, what's up, Sam? How's it going hey. up there? I'm doing all right. A couple of wins would be nice, but a beautiful night for baseball here in L.A., so I can't complain. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, wins would definitely alleviate, I think, the the way the <laughs> fan base is feeling right now. Um, I'm, you know, I tend to think uh, look at things kind of optimistically, but I would be lying if I didn't say this has been frustrating for sure. I totally get, you know, the fan base being frustrated, but, you know, it's like the previous caller said, there are rough stretches. I know this isn't the ideal start. Um, talking Friars on Instagram or just all the social media pages made a really uh, interesting post. It was through the first 40 games of last season, the Padres were 26 and 14. Yeah. And right now, you know, the Padres are sitting at 19 and 21, you know, teams and seasons are different from year to year, but, you know, um, I think the start has caught a lot of people off guard with, you know, the additions of Xander and everyone else. So I just hope everyone can, you know, just try to wait. I know people were saying, you know, after Tatis came back, the season starts now. And right now, the way I'm looking at it is I'm wondering how the team responds after Bob Melvin's press conference from Thursday. They're 0-2 right now, but, um, you know, I think they have 15 more games to play, including tomorrow. So, you know, hopefully, even if they lose the series or get swept against L.A., I mean, get swept now, um, hopefully they can, you know, pull a string of good wins together, especially this home stand to, you know, just alleviate the fan base. Yeah, I certainly hope certainly hope so. Appreciate the call, uh, Ramon. Certainly hope so. And you know, look, I'm surprised as well. I did not see the 19 and 21 start coming. I'll be the first one to say I thought in spring training this team had a very good chance to get off to a really good start and have one of those real wire to wire great seasons. Now they still have plenty of time to put together a super great and super memorable season. But the start has not been what you wanted. The point that was in my head that I forgot earlier as I was talking was that I suppose the one piece of good news is that if you are willing to bet on something that will turn, it's the hitting. It's this lineup and especially the top four guys turning things around collectively. Um, guys go through slumps. It has not been the start offensively anybody envisioned, but if you were to look at starting pitching, bullpen work, or just pitchers in general, hitters, great hitters, you'd take, I think, the bet that the hitters will come back around and things will ultimately somewhat even out over the course of 162 games. Because if you have bad pitching, it's really hard for all of a sudden to expect those pitchers to start performing at a way, way higher level. That that just typically doesn't happen, right? With hitting, and when you know guys have track records, typically, not always guaranteed, but typically things come the other way and even out. That's what you're hoping for right now with this Padres team. So um, that was what I was thinking about earlier. I guess if you were to choose one thing that wasn't clicking through 40 games, maybe you would choose the offense because if the Padres had major pitching issues, um, you know, that may be maybe harder to fix. Let's go to Doug in San Marcos calling in. Hi, Doug. Welcome to the Padres postgame show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Hey, Sammy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Good, man. Thank you for taking my call, man. You know what? There's a couple things I just want to 
stress real quick. Uh, first of all, hitting is everything, just what you said. Hmm. And it's very contagious. We're not doing it. And uh, the other thing is, uh, last year they had the swag chain. And I hated that. Get rid of that. And then this year now, they had a good weekend in uh, Mexico. And they got the sombrero. Get rid of that. You know, hit the baseball. Our pitching is outstanding right now. If I'm not mistaken, one of the best in MLB. So you you tell me, Sam. Yeah, Am I right? Uh, Doug, Doug, appreciate the call. Look, the pitching has been great. Um, look, I think you're you're allowed to celebrate when you do good things when they win. They had the celebrations going on in the clubhouse. I, I don't have any issue with the celebrations when you win. Look, when you celebrate when you win, when you're not winning for the most part, it's, uh, you know, I, I suppose it's, it's you know, well, quite honestly, you don't have the celebrations going on, right? I don't really concern myself with the celebrations. I'm fine with teams and players celebrating um, when they do good things, but on what you said about the pitching side, yeah, it's been really good. It's been plenty good enough to win, and that is what I think is deflating right now about the way things have gone, especially the last week and a half or so, is the pitching has been really good, and what it does on top of that is there's just such a little margin for error. I mean, we have another example in this game here today. Think about the first inning where Adam Engel breaks back on a ball, it drops in for a base hit, a ball that had an expected batting average of 100. And what that essentially means is that it had a 10% uh, chance of being a base hit by the metrics on the ball, by the launch angle, by the exit velocity. And you could see it, if you watch the game on TV, you could see it, Adam Engel broke back on it, didn't get a good jump at all, it dropped in. Those things will happen, and then Musgrove gives up the home run, unlucky and uh, you heard joe in the clubhouse earlier that uh, he was talking about how he needs to be better in those situations but hey it happens a misplay a home run and again joe had a solid outing here today but what it means what it means is when you have those plays the margin for error is really small because the team is not doing enough offensively to erase those mistakes to erase a misplay like that if you were hitting more, if you were scoring more runs consistently, those things wouldn't be as glaring. So, it, look, pitching, it, it's been fine. It really has been. The, the focus continues to be on the offense and trying to get this thing rolling in the right direction. Let's go to Thomas in Del Cerro calling in. Hi, Thomas. Oh, hi, guys. Sorry, guys, I'm bored. But, um... So I haven't been following on the radio side, but so I was um, we haven't won the game since Jesse Agler hasn't been calling the game. Uh, what's going on with that guy? Still calling? Thomas, uh, appreciate the call. Bob Scanlon was uh, on the call uh, here today, uh, filling in for Jesse, and uh, certainly hope Jesse is back uh, very soon. Let's go to Jimmy in Chula Vista calling in. Hi, Jimmy. Sam, how you doing, big guy? Doing well. Well, I'm going to Vegas next week, and I figure I'm 74 years old. It might be the last chance I ever have. I'm going to go to the Gold and Silver Pawn Shop and get a World Series ring. I can pick up one for you because that's the only way we're going to get one in our lifetimes. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, that sounds dramatic. Appreciate the call. Um, If you would like to go to a pawn shop in Las Vegas – Go for it. Uh, I don't need one. I've got my Amarillo Sod Poodles 2019 AA Texas League Championship ring. But, Jimmy, go ahead. I think that's a little dramatic, but I understand the frustration. 40 games in to what has been uh, a fairly underwhelming start for this Padre ball club. All right, those calls were fairly level-headed, I think. <laughs> I understand the frustration out there. I do. Of course I do. Um, 
you know, hopefully it turns around. A win tomorrow would be nice. I think you'd feel a lot better about five games back on May 14th than you do about seven games back on May 14th. We'll see with Ryan Weathers on the mound if they can turn things around tomorrow. We'll have more on that in a moment. First, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard on this Saturday in Major Leagues. A lot of finals already. We have one game still going on right now. The one game... Still going, the Phillies leading the Rockies 5-4 in Colorado in the ninth inning. And uh, we'll see uh, what happens at the end of that game. Finals here today, Yankees over the Rays 9-8. Reds over the Marlins 6-5. Mariners over the Tigers 5-0. Twins over the Cubs 11-1. Blue Jays over the Braves 5-2. Nationals had a suspended game against the Mets 1-0. That game suspended in the third inning. They'll make that up as part of a day-night doubleheader tomorrow split admission doubleheader tomorrow which is fairly odd and the first part of that doubleheader will just be the resumption of the first game and then a a full second game after that rangers beat the a's five nothing in oakland cardinals over the red sox four to three in boston guardians over the angels eight to six in cleveland orioles over the pirates two nothing in baltimore brewers over the royals four to three in milwaukee white Sox over the astros three to one in chicago diamondbacks over the giants seven to two in arizona and that's look the out-of-town scoreboard on this saturday in the major leagues Taking a look at tomorrow's game, the final game of this three-game series between the Padres and the L.A. Dodgers. First pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Our pregame coverage begins at 12.10 here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Left-hander Ryan Weathers on the mound for San Diego, returning to the major leagues from AAA El Paso. And he goes up against right-hander Tony Gonsolin on the mound for L.A. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Taking a look at the final totals in this ballgame here today. For L.A., four runs, eight hits, two errors. They left on eight. For the Padres, two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on four. Julio Urias gets the win. He improves to five and three. Losing pitcher Joe Musgrove gets the loss. He drops to one and one. And the save goes to Caleb Ferguson, his first of 2023. Time of game, two hours and 26 minutes. And the crowd here at Dodger Stadium, 51,335. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 1.10. Our pregame coverage begins at 12.10. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick DiNucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Dodger Stadium. Again, the final score, the L.A. Dodgers 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.